obviously COVID hit and nobody's had to be paying on student loans for the last three years, right? And so a lot of these payments that people have been having to make, which I heard this, this article recently that said that student loan payments are the second highest debt payments that people have right behind their mortgage, right? And so the fact that we haven't had to pay on that at all for the last three years as a as a nation has made a huge impact on the consumer's ability to spend. Your doctors, all of your associates that are fairly new, so that especially if you're a big DSO that hires a lot of people right out of college, they're all going to be impacted on this front really, really quickly. And so that means they're going to need more money. And that means they're going to be looking for more opportunities to work, which means you're either going to provide that to them or someone else's. And they're also going to be asking for raises, guaranteed. Threads is, like you said, a Twitter competitor, but the most interesting part about it is that it was spun up by an Instagram, right? So Mark Zuckerberg's behind it. What was fascinating to me, and we can go off on a different tangent on this, is that they posted it as an Instagram app instead of a Facebook or a Meta app, which says to me that I think that they're all in that Instagram is the future of Meta. It is no longer Facebook. Welcome to another episode of Dental Rift. I'm your host, co-host, Gary Bird. I am the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more new patients so you can grow the way that you want. I am Tanner Affigate, the CEO and founder of Unified Dental. We are a platform helping the dental organizations scale through software. So today we got two topics, really cool topics. Number one, student loan. Lots of people in the dental industry have them. Lots of your patients have student loans and they're going to have to start paying on it in October. And we're going to talk through how that's going to impact the dental industry. And then right now we have Threads that just launched, which is a Twitter competitor, and they got to 100 million users faster than ChatGPT. ChatGPT was the fastest ever. So we're going to talk through that a little bit. So Tanner, let's talk about the student loan situation, What, where we're at. What's going on? What What's happening and why it matters to the dental industry? So obviously COVID hit and nobody's had to be paying on student loans for the last three years, right? And so a lot of these payments that people have been having to make, which I heard this, this article recently that said that student loan payments are the second highest debt payments that people have right behind their mortgage, right? And so the fact that we haven't had to pay on that at all for the last three years as a as a nation has made a huge impact on the consumer's ability to spend, right? And so now that the loan forgiveness program that Biden put forth has been vetoed, has been overruled by the Supreme Court and Supreme Court came back and said, sorry, you don't have the uh, executive power to be able to do that, right? So it's not that it's game over. He says he's got a lot of other methods of going in and getting that done through Congress or through other avenues. But ultimately, right now, what they're saying is, hey, you can't continue to extend this. We're going to have to start the loan payment repayment program back in uh, September, which will then hit for payments being required in October. And that's a big deal, right? If you look at the uh, professions that have the highest amount of student loans, dental is, if not at the top, one of the top ones, right? So students these days are coming out with hundreds of thousands of dollars, and that's thousands of dollars. You want to hear something crazy? Dental marketing agencies are dead. You got that right. They're dead. Why do I say that? Well, 
We don't consider ourselves a dental marketing agency. We are a growth partner. What that means is, is we help our clients not only create opportunities, but we help them convert them and close them as well. And that is what's needed in the day and age that we live because just getting new patient leads is not enough. You need somebody that's going to help you actually get these new patients into your chair and make sure that there's the right kind of patient for your office. Now, we put together a whole report that will tell you where dental marketing currently is because there's a ton of changes, tons of things are going on with the market, and we broke down what you're going to need to do to stay ahead of the industry and grow the way that you want. The link is down below. Go check it out. Everything is free. I look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, 500. It's not uncommon. It's not uncommon to meet. I've met, talked to tons of people who come out of school with $500,000 in student debt. And the monthly payments on those are astronomical and they haven't been ha having to do it, right? Can you imagine all of a sudden, like, if you got a $5,000 a month increase in your payment? Yeah. Right. You go out and live a completely different life. And now they're going to go back and they're going to have to be required to pay this off. I'm just curious kind of what your thoughts are, Gary. What are yeah. the rippling consequences of this going to be in the industry? Yeah. So there's two sides that I'm thinking through this now. The way that you presented it is number one, obviously, your doctors, all of your associates that are fairly new. So that especially if you're a big DSO that hires a lot of people right out of college, they're all going to be impacted on this front really, really quickly. And so that means they're going to need more money. And that means they're going to be looking for more opportunities to work, which means you're either going to provide that to them or someone else's. And they're also going to be asking for raises, guaranteed. Like that's the first place I'd go if I was a student, man, I got to start making this payment. I'm going to go ask for a raise. Plus, I'm looking for more opportunities to work more, right? Whether it's internally or externally. And that's going to create co more competition from a hiring standpoint. But at the same time, a lot of times when we hear the word student, we think of 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 20-year-old. There's also a lot of 24, 25, 26, 27-year-olds that are starting to form families that would normally come to your dental office. Then now they're getting hit with another bill. And so it's just another thing of, I got to pay this before I go to the dentist. So it's going to hit from both sides. And that's that's not just for dental, that's for everything, like every business, but dental specifically, spending, yeah. I think it's going to squeeze on both ends. And it's another invisible thing, right? It's inflation's like an invisible tax that you can't see or feel really until it's too late, until it just absolutely decimates your budget. And I feel like this is going to be one of those other invisible things where we're like, Wait, wait, wait. Why is patient flow down? Why is treatment acceptance down? Why are all these other things down? And well, it's because people are picking up two, three, four thousand dollar payments that just didn't that didn't exist before. And the other thing that I would add to this, Tanner, is that before, before COVID, what would we do with a debt like this? If I had three, four hundred thousand dollars in debt, you know what I would do? Refinance it, get a super low interest rate, try to maybe roll it into my house or something like that. You can't do that now. Now interest rates are going to be super high. You're not going to get some killer low interest rate on this money because those the interest rates aren't around. So there are going to be high payments no matter what you do, pretty much no matter how you finagle it. Yeah. So here's some statistics. So forty, almost 44 million Americans have student loan debt, right? So that's a large majority of the country. Um, and the average student loan debt is about 40000 mm. right? Which is a lot higher than I anticipated. I thought it was going to be lower than that. But the average student loan debt balance is about 40000 
So the debt, the payments on those is definitely going to have a big impact on the consumer spending. And I think it's going to have, like you said, I think it might have some, it's going to have, like, if you look at the problem of the dental industry being able to hire the right amount of labor, there's been a labor shortage for sure. And I think that once this goes into effect, I'll be interested to see if it has an impact for the positive for dental business owners. Uh, there's a lot more people needing to come into the market again because they've got these student loans yeah. that they have to get paid off. Mm, very, very interesting. All right. Well, especially professionals like hygienists and doctors. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is that's the bridge is going to have to sit back and watch and see what happens. That's coming in October. So keep an eye on it. Now, let's talk about threads. Did you do you have you downloaded threads? Oh, yeah. Okay. I haven't downloaded it. Yeah. Um, I haven't used it yet. What, what are your thoughts on the interface of it? Well, let's go into a little bit of background on what it is first. Right? Yeah. So threads is, like you said, a Twitter competitor. But the most interesting part about it is that it was spun up by an Instagram, right? So Mark Zuckerberg's behind it. What was fascinating to me, and we can go off on a different tangent on this, is that they posted it as an Instagram app instead of a Facebook or a meta app which says to me that I think that they're all in that Instagram is the future of meta. It is no longer Facebook. Yep. It is no longer like even the brand recognition of meta. Um, and so anyways, it's an Instagram app called threads, which is text primarily, right? You can have images and stuff on there, but it is like Twitter where it is primarily text. And so, yes, I downloaded it. I started playing around with it. And to be honest, I like it a lot more than Twitter. And the reason why I like it a lot more than Twitter is because of the fact that it is not so mucky of Twitter. Like when I get on Twitter, I feel like you have to be a part of the Twitter club in order to really connect into Twitter, right? But because this is new, when I get into it, like there are people in there that are already like part of, like that I know from like Instagram and this world and they're yeah. participating. And I feel like immediately I'm a part of the club. Whereas like with Twitter, it's like, I'm going to have to spend years in order to get into the social circles of Twitter. Yeah. Right. So I like that about it. I don't, I don't necessarily love the algorithm any more than Twitter. I think Twitter actually does give me a lot more interesting conversations than I would like in threads. But all in all, I feel like from a community perspective, I think it has a lot of potential. And if dental were to embrace it, I think that this could actually be one of the biggest dental social medias. Right. You get Facebook groups, which is big for dental. And, and then a lot of people are on LinkedIn, but nobody's on Instagram or Twitter from a dental perspective. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's um, I feel like the younger generations are on Instagram a lot uh, for a lot of younger dentists are on Instagram, but you can't build community and like, you know, chat rooms and all that kind of stuff. So that's an interesting play. The other thing, you know, what's interesting about LinkedIn. I had somebody that was going through it that was in, not in dental. And they were telling me, I was like, hey, how many dentists actually use LinkedIn? And they said there was like 2,000 active dentists that use LinkedIn or something crazy like that. Like some ridiculously low number, um, which, which is like 1%, like 1% of dentists or even lower um, actually use LinkedIn. It's mainly vendors that use LinkedIn. Um, and so that's that. I found that pretty interesting. And I think there's, it's really good for community with those vendors on LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, that's a great point. Facebook's kind of phasing out. And so you think that th potentially we could have like rooms, like dental communities on, on threads that are all 
around just like whatever dental, den- how to do better dentistry or dental tech or dental marketing or whatever? Yeah, the biggest communities that I see right now on like Facebook is like, how do I run a better business, right? Mm-hmm. What are you guys doing about this? How are you doing this, et cetera? And you want to remain kind of anonymous from a like personal perspective, right? You don't want to go in and have to post photos every time you post about it or all these other things. And I think that that's where threads will be a good place is like you can come in and post messages. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see if other dentists are there to engage with it. It's really interesting. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm curious if, if it's going to stick, um, as an app. And the reason that I'm curious mm-hmm. is I wonder how many people are there because they, because they either don't like Twitter or they don't like Elon Musk or they don't, you know, they disagree with something like that, um, and, or something that he's doing. And so they're like, cool, we're going to go over here and check this out because the trick now is they have to retain it. They, if oh, yeah. and that could go away, that hundred million people could go away overnight. Now it's added a lot of value to Meta, uh, really, really quickly. Like they just created a whole business overnight, and they only—I heard—they only used twenty developers to do it. So it's not a complex play. It's just no one's been able to make it stick like Twitter. But just so everybody's aware, Twitter's never been profitable either. Twitter's hanging on by a thread uh, as it is as well. So get it hanging on by a thread. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, anyways, um, very, very interesting. Um, I, I, I don't, I haven't gone on it yet. I'm not a huge Twitter user just cause it doesn't, I'm not a huge social media user. Uh, I get on when I need to for stuff that we do for our podcast and like for stuff I need to post occasionally on desktop, but try not to download apps, but I might, I might end up downloading it. I would love to hear uh, from our audience. Are you guys downloading it? Are you guys using it? And, uh, I would love to create a group. Maybe we could create a group in there, Tanner and, and be first. To- I, it's not group centric yet. It's only public facing or not just like twitter is got it okay so you're so thinking you maybe create a the thread future. that's open to the public yeah yeah that's going to be interesting okay cool man well this is a really cool topic any other thoughts on it nope i think you like you said uh retention is going to be the biggest thing it is the only platform yeah. though where like twitter in general and this is like the only platform where there hasn't been these like mega successful influencers that have cropped up out of it. Like TikTok has that, Instagram has that, YouTube has that. It's because it's but more tech based, right? Right. Yeah. So it's like it'll be interesting to see if it can happen with Meta behind it, because I think that Twitter did a lot of things to almost kill the mega influencer well, because and also, of their algorithm. And so also, it'll what be makes you a happen. really good, really good on camera does not make you really good. Like usually, the people who are famous on Twitter are people who are really well. Um, they could communicate really well through the written word, right? And what makes right. you really good at writing doesn't make you really good on camera, right? They're kind of usually two opposite things. Not always, but it yeah. seems that those are... Ironically, though, there were these, I guess not mega to the effect of like Instagram or TikTok, but there were some viral influencers that came out of Reddit community. Mm. And those are texts only. So I think that it can be done with the right amount of following, but it has to be done with the right algorithm. Like like Reddit's algorithm is pretty basic. It just kind of puts up what's what's trending. Um, I'll be interested to see though if you can do that. But Reddit followers are very the Reddit followers are different than other platforms. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. all a different yes. once you get in there, if you've never interacted with it before, you it's a different world. And I could like yes. that could be that could be a replacement for Facebook groups and dental too. Cause I do think that 
the Facebook group. Have you ever, there are dental communities in Reddit. Have you ever gotten on them? I've, 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 I've stumbled through a couple of them. Yeah. But I've never been brave enough to like actually go in there and just play. They are ruthless, yeah, man. I know. I know. It's no, it's, it's a different Facebook's Facebook is, is a lot. There's a lot of drama on Facebook. Reddit's in a whole nother level. It's a whole different oh, yeah, mindset. Whole level. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, good, good show today. All right, cool. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.